Masterpiece Audio Theatre proudly presents Empath, a variety show. Welcome to the madness! Did you guys try the special in the lunchroom? That jackfruit poutine was delicious! What is this jackfruit? Uh, and why are they changing out the pomme de terre for this? Uh... Relax, Pierre. It's one of those new fusion recipes. You know, those are really popular this year. They take two kinds of cuisine and they mix them up! What are these two kinds of cuisine? They are being combined. I think this one's a French-Canadian and a vegetarian mix. So... They took the delicious combination of gravy and cheese curd, and they put something healthy underneath it? You mean to tell me that I can have something that's good and bad for me? Oh, man, I'd like it on something like that. <laughs> Let's go after the show. Oh, I, I don't know, Geronimo. I don't like the idea of eating in public with you, to be honest. You're kind of distracting and draw a lot of attention to uh, us, uh, like, a lot. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm fan. <laughs> I don't see the problem. <laughs> However, I did just get a new game for the computer. <laughs> Want to eat poutine and play Sackboy? Do I ever? Hello and welcome back, everyone. Now that we've had a bit of a break and some scotch, am I ready to continue? Keeper, your character is dead. You'd better just lay there and nay say a word. You got it. Now, little B, he's not really dead. He's just pretending, and you did a kill him with paper. You got it. Okay, but I'm going to need some serious therapy after this. Wasn't it you who was warning me that this book gets worse? Yeah, but that was before I really got into character. Now that I'm the lead of the play, it's time to really amp this thing up. I don't have a writer for this gig, and that was a mistake. I won't be signing anything in the future without my lawyer present. A writer? It wouldn't they have cast you for the part if you had that kind of rubbish. Hamish McAllister was famously blackballed in the Scottish Highlands play Cricket for crap like that, and he was much more an actor than you'll ever be. You getting that on tape? Like I told you ten minutes ago, Lil B, I get it all on tape. You want it later for a lawsuit? It's all right here, my man. A lawsuit? What are you carrying on about? There's no here for a lawsuit. That's not what my lawyer says. He assures me that the laws protecting my innocence are quite clear, and they are screaming all over them. Different. Take care of this lawyer when you got a chance. I don't have time for this. The play must go on. We can't hear far distractions. Lil B, are you ready to act or are we recasting this bloody part? Oh, you can't recast me. I know that's a right I have. Jeffrey won't be able to find my guy either, so I'm not worried. Let's get this show on the go. Good. All right. Music. Action. Captain. Captain. Captain! Captain! The captain was dead, 
And there we were, my mother and I, a woman and a boy of fourteen, alone at night in the house with the dead captain's body on the parlour floor. He owes us money, he does, a whole year and never a penny from him, and me, a poor widow. But mother, if Black Dog comes, or the blind man, oh, Black Dog fiddlesticks, there's something in that old chest of his upstairs that's rightfully mine, and we'll have that chest open if we die for it. Mother... Wait, now I'm being introduced to burglary? This play just gets worse and worse. Next thing you know, I'll be witness to a murder and a cover-up. My poor virgin eyes. Cut! Cut! Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. Enough with that bloody singing! Well, B, I cannot have ye interrupting the play every time you interpoint out ways in which your imaginary sensibilities are being put to the test! Imaginary? I object! Your problems with the script are a bit as real as the offence we're portraying in this play! It's all bloody fiction! Nary a word of it is real! You understand? I'm going to proceed under duress as I've been advised to do so by my counsel. Fine! Proceed under duress! Just get bloody back to bloody acting! Action! Close the blinds, Jim. We don't want anyone watching us from the outside. Yeah, don't want any of the neighbors seeing an 11-year-old boy breaking the law. Well, B! Sorry. We have to get the keys off him. <gasps> look, Mother, look! On the floor, close to the dead man's hand, there was a little round of paper, blackened on one side. The black spot! I took it up and found that... You have till ten tonight. Four hours. Now, Jim, find that key. But it's a dead body. Gross! Cut! Cut it! Yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum. I've about had enough of that goddamn song. Ah, he's not actually dead. There's no reason for him to be gross. Well, I did have a blood sausage sandwich for breakfast. Uh, it might be a tad off-putting. Keeper, I told you to play dead. If you don't want to be an actual corpse, I suggest you follow my bloody instructions. Got it? Well, B, I didn't want to make you into a prop, but if you step into the character one more bloody time, that's the end for ye. Now, let's get this done. Action! I felt in his pockets, one after another. Perhaps it's around his neck. Tear open his shirt. There, sure enough, hanging on a bit of terry string, we found the key. Then my mother got a candle in the bar. And, holding each other's hands, we went upstairs to his room. Give me the key, Jim. Now then. <sighs> nothing in here. Nothing of value. Not a penny. Mother, look. There before us lay the last thing in the chest. A bundle tied up in oilcloth, looking like papers, and a canvas bag that gave forth at the touch the jingle of gold. Do you see, Jim? I knew we'd find it. But I'll show those rogues that I'm an honest woman. I'll have me do, and not a farthing over. Here. Here, Jim, hold this bag. The coins were of all countries and sizes, doubloons and Louise d'or and guineas and pieces of eight. Mother! What is it, Jim? Mother, listen! Come, come, Mother. Take the hole. Let's be gone. No, I'll have me do, Jim, and no more. But, Mother, you heard him. That was the blind man. I know what I'm doing. I know my rights. But, Mother, you don't know. <whistles> oh, dear, I'll 
take what I have, and I'll take this, these papers. Quick, mother, quick, take my hand. Stranger danger, stranger danger. Well, B, what did I bloody tell you? Don't you dare touch me. I got my lawyer on speed dial, and I can have him here in minutes. Perfect. Then Jeffrey can take care of him for me. Hey, I'm all about the detaining and everything, but I draw the line at taking out lawyers. You just don't go and take care of a lawyer. This is not true. I have, allegedly, taken on many of these ambulance-chasing lawyers. They are always showing up at the most inopportune times. Fine! I'll have Munch checked it for me! If I were to take this alleged contract and allegedly take him out, what would you theoretically be paying me for this service? I've noticed that you do not have expensive funds at your disposal. At this point, I'd be willing to cut a few of our airtimes just to provide the minority of a motivation! Medcheck, you wouldn't do that, would you? No, I would not allegedly do that. I just wanted to see if there was any more money available for us to take. I am making peanuts for this gig. Yes, the stipend is rather small. I am literally being given bag of peanuts at the end of every show. That's where the Kong food's been going. Those aren't for you. Are you saying that I am not getting paid anything? And these peanuts are a delicious and satisfying mistake? Magic, your contract clearly states that you get paid when your character has lines to say, and you don't come up for a while yet. This all appears to be all too convenient. And here I thought there was just a problem at the bank. No yeah, problem. It just appears to me that neither of you took the bloody time to read the bloody contract. That's too bad. The creativity he showed in the contracts are a true inspiration in screwing over the actors. Jeffrey, you said the DPs were classified information. I, I did. Uh, his alleged brilliance. I, I got a thing. I've got to go. Can I call this a wrap? I got my other gig starting early today. Other gig? I thought we were bloody exclusive! Oh yeah, we, we are. Exclusive for 15 minutes a day, for the better part of a month. I'm sure you read my contract before signing it. I'm out of here! You have been listening to Empath Studios' presentation of Masterpiece Audio Theater. This episode was performed by J.G. Langjams. This badass tune is played by Tony Whitford from Worth Guitars. If you're looking for a new guitar or custom build, check out Worth Guitars USA at worthguitarsusa.com. Or you can check them out on Facebook and Instagram. We can be found at nimlast.org, or you can email us at j at jglangdance.com. This podcast was released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 Onboarded License. Thanks for joining us.